When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What do you like to eat for breakfast? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainer, and the correct answer is I like anything that is not on Kim Kardashian's breakfast plate. Absolutely, but that's why we're talking about breakfast. Think about what your favorite thing about breakfast is, because frankly, I love breakfast. I usually get the same thing, no matter where I go, but we'll talk about that in a moment. However, I was reminded of how much I love breakfast when I saw the tragedy that Kim Kardashian wrought upon us with her breakfasts. It's Do you want to see? She actually—it's not just breakfast. She actually uh, showed us a bunch of her tasty um, plant-based plant-based. meals. Yes, she eats plant-based when she's at home. Oh yeah. So here's the thing with <laughs> Kardashian. I don't know why we're Minnesotan Kardashian, but um, she posted. Let's stick a pin in that. That could be a really funny sitcom, right? Minnes- like she moves to Minnesota <laughs> to open a new business. Anyway, on Instagram stories, that is Kim Kardashian's Instagram stories, she posted, um, well, first she declared that she's eating all plant-based when she's at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just have to eat plants at home because that's how she get that. That's how she gets that sensible waste. For the envi- no, that's called torture. That's true. In too. Well, I frankly think this is torture. Frankly, too. <laughs> the food is torture. So then she posted a bunch of these photos and I feel like she's trying to be Beyonce light because remember Beyonce got all vegan on us for uh-huh. a while or meat free in general. So she posted these photos and the breakfast one is like the saddest thing you've ever seen. It looks like a cat barfed on a plate. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something that I think alleges to be avocado toast, which, OK, I mean, this looks like your sister Barb yeah. took a picture of her breakfast yeah. and posted on Instagram. Look no at my harm, healthy no breakfast. I'm Love eating. Barb. I'm eating real healthy. I made this avocado toast that I got off Pinterest. And then I got these vegetarian sausages, which frankly just look like dog do. I don't, I think they're pointless. If you're going to, you don't want a fake sausage. You want a real sausage. Yeah, nobody wants sausage. It's like eating turkey bacon. Yeah. Turkey oh, bacon's God. dumb. You should be shot if you eat Whoa! turkey bacon. <laughs> That's really aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I mean, Maybe it's a, just lightly shaved. It's, me- <laughs> it's a it's a metaphor. It's a euphemism. I don't really want those people to be shot. I just think that you are you're you're living life wrong, right? If you're buying turkey bacon, you're not living your best life. No, that's true. Just eat a damn piece of bacon. Yeah. Don't eat the whole damn bag. Thank you, okay. Dad. Um, <laughs> Jeez. 
And then she had a, a scoop of eggs. Also, if you're eating turkey bacon and you see Bradley, I would highly recommend you Run. duck and cover. No, but isn't that... I learned that the hard way. Yeah. I've eaten turkey bacon. You have certainly had turkey of bacon. Of course. Holly? Of course. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, turkey bacon, we all went through that period. Yeah. But then you it realize... It was called the 90s. Yes. Then you realize very quickly... That is the that gross bacon. Why would I eat that? that? It doesn't even First know all, bacon. Turkeys don't got fat bellies. You don't see turkeys waddling around with, you know, dragging their bellies gut. on the ground. <laughs> so where do you think that bacon's coming from? It's just processed turkey meat that they formed into something that looks like bacon. So it's worse. Your health is worse off than just eating a fresh piece of yummy, crispy. Just eat the bacon. Bacon. <sighs> Speaking of the '90s, Holly. That's the thing about Kim Kardashian's plate. It's like she's eating through the decades. Yeah, well, with that fake <laughs> like, sausage. Yeah, that's totally the 90s. And then the avocado t- that's toast. That's like, you know, two years ago. Oh, that's at least two years ago, if not more. Yeah. And she I don't even a, know what's happening with those eggs. That, and those aren't plant-based. She has a, a moss. What's it called, Holly? A moss smoothie? A, a moss smoothie. I don't know what that is. Holly okay, is excited if Holly doesn't it. know what it is, then... It's sea moss. It's not a thing. It's I'd, called sea moss. I'd still drink it. I know you would. Yeah, but again, <laughs> like, okay, you're really winning with that plant-based diet there. <laughs> okay, now that we've shamed Kim Kardashian yeah. for her terrible breakfast. Don't even get me started. She's got zoodles on there. Which is... Avocado. That's 2018. Acai bowl. That's 2009. Yeah. Again, I can keep going. Please don't. Let's talk about breakfast. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's uh, your favorite thing about breakfast, Bradley? Um, what is the breakfast you always order? Oh, I always do a, an American breakfast. It's usually called or like a farm something or uh-huh. other. The but it's two like eggs, toast, and a meat. A meat and some kind of potatoes. Yeah. Right. What kind of potatoes do you get? Well, you, it depends. Sometimes they just have hash browns, but if they have the option with the little. Uh, like potatoes, I would call them like a potatoes O'Brien yeah. situation. The little uh, country potatoes Nips, is little, also what they're called. What are they called? Country, country potatoes? potatoes. Okay, I would uh-huh. do those country potatoes. Mm. Uh, my eggs lately, I've been doing a lot of um, poached. <laughs> oh, you don't because I get an English muffin as my bread, mm. and then you put the egg on the toast, slice the yolk, runs everywhere. Mm. <laughs> okay, I hate to interrupt this moment, but we have Mary on the line. And a side of bacon. And a side of sausage. Oh, both. Yeah, I always add meat. We've got Mary on the line. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. What's your favorite thing I'm, about breakfast? Don't say turkey I'm, bacon or Bradley's going <laughs> to no. get you. No, no. I take uh, cage-free eggs and I make a spinach omelet with real bacon, mm. onion, cheddar cheese, and I saute it all in... Uh, grass-fed butter or ghee, and I love it. it sounds Look at good. you being all healthy and yummy. With your breakfast. It sounds amazing. It's terrific. And then I usually have a side of berries to go with it. Oh, I like it. I'm going to go to Mary's restaurant. Thank you, Mary. No turkey bacon at her house. Colleen, what do you get for breakfast? Listen, here's the deal. I can eat eggs for every meal. I love eggs. If I get home and I have not planned a dinner and everybody's gone, I will eat eggs for dinner. But how do you make your eggs? Every way. It depends on how I feel, but I usually like to scramble them, and I usually like to do similar to what Mary did. I throw like whatever veggies we have chopped up, yeah, in there and scramble scramble it all up, and yep. then just spoon it in. Yum. Yep. Holly, mm-hmm. 
I like eggs Benedict. If I'm going oh. out, oh, you're one of those. You try the Benedict on the, the menu. Yes, because that's something that I can't make on my own. Because my yes. normal breakfast is black coffee. Mm. 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 My version of that, not black coffee. My version of eggs Benedict. The thing I will always order because it's not something I would make at home. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, oh. sure. If it's on the menu, See, I'm getting it. Here's the thing. I always have this problem where I want to try that. I always want to get the the biscuits and gravy. I always want to get the chicken and waffles. I always want to get the hollandaise, uh, the whatchamacallit? What did we just call it? Eggs Benedict. Benedict. I always want to get those, but I'm afraid that it's not going to be as rewarding as just a classic breakfast. So I always end up getting just a classic breakfast. And then I look leeringly at other people's amazing. Well, you just got to get, you got to go with somebody that you can buy one Sometimes for the table. Sometimes I'll do and steak and it. eggs. I do like a good mm. steak and eggs. Thank you for joining us for breakfast chat <laughs> with Colleen and Bradley. Hey, uh, breakfast pastry. Best favorite. Oh. You can only pick one. Okay. Pump, or pumpkin pancakes, French toasts, cinnamon roll. What? Pancakes. Holly? Always pancakes. I want an almond croissant. That was not an option. You said you. pastry for breakfast. <laughs> oh, wow. Bradley? Again, I always want to get pancakes, even if they're bad. Oh, pancakes are the bomb. Yeah. They're just a syrup delivery vehicle. The best kind of pancakes? Perkins. No. Those are my favorite pancakes. No, I meant, well, if you want the best pancake, it's Maria's on Franklin. Okay. They got the corn pancake. Have mm-hmm. you had that? Thing? No. I've heard it's amazing. It will change your life. But chocolate chip pancakes. Oh. Holly, what? That was rude. That was judgment. You're grounded. When we come back, <laughs> we've got Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies here to tell us what to see this weekend. Well, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is here with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Paul likes to join us to tell us what's in theaters. It's so great seeing you guys today. It's, it's good, good to, to see, see you as well. It's beautiful it. outside because yeah. every, so everybody's oh. in a happy mood. Love it. Me yes. too. Me too. It could all change tomorrow. Wow. Thank you. So Way enjoy. to break down the room, no, Bradley. Bradley Ray of Sunshine. Yeah. bitches. Seize the day. <laughs> okay. Okay, Robin. <laughs> all right. But, uh, yes. but you know, we might want to get out of the heat and see a movie. Yeah. It could be the air is going to be on in your local theater. Yeah. And I highly recommend going to see Rocket Man. This is the new biopic about Elton John. And it's Taron Edgerton, who you may remember from King, the Kingsman movies, playing Elton. Yes. Does all of his own singing. Goes completely full out, and it does what a biopic should do. It's all about his life and how he went from this young piano prodigy kid to the Elton John persona that we know, and really giving explanation and reason for who Elton is. And Elton John was involved in the making of this. Of yes, this film. he definitely signed off on it. He was part of the the creative process, if you will. But at the same time, it's not like. Um, I'm going to throw another movie under the bus. Queen being involved and then putting a rose-colored glass over it. This is very much like, let's show the grit. Let's let's show the drug use and the alcohol and the sex and how I was addicted to a lot. And let's talk about that. Okay. Now, yeah, could be grittier, could be sexier, uh-huh. but they at least go for it in this one. Awesome. And how is Taron Edgerton? He is fantastic. Okay. He gives such a great performance. And again, he does all of his own singing. Yeah, and it's actually a, mu- a jukebox type musical, movie musical. So there are times where everyone just breaks out into song and dance, and then uses Elton's music there. So if you're going to look for realism, oh, you won't I kind necessarily of love find that. that. And then the songs are a little out of context in that sense. <laughs> so Taron is great. He just goes full out the whole movie. Like 
If Rami can go and win an Oscar, Karen definitely needs to be in consideration for the Oscar for his performance here. Then you also have Richard Madden, who plays John Reed, his manager and lover. And then Jamie Bell, little Billy Elliot himself, is uh, Bernie Taupin in it. Oh, so I love it. my concern was that Taron Edgerton seems like he's going to play maybe like a... Just uh, almost a, I don't know how to describe it, just a prettier version of Elton. And I don't mean that in like a physical way. I just mean like not as like, I mean, Taron Edgerton is not. Do you know what I'm saying? I like, kind of like not gritty about him in a way. That, I mean, Taron is a pretty boy, but he definitely knows how to like play the because I, think, I don't want to say uglier shades, but like. The the worst shades of Elton. Uh-huh. He can go into the tantrums really well, well and I just, fall fall into that. I feel like somebody like him, like, are they really going to be able to relate to like the experience that Elton John was having? Now, clearly, he would say yes. But right, I I let's just put it this way: I believe Taryn every bit of the way. Oh, oh wow! I didn't always believe Rami. Oh. And I'm, I'm trying to make these comparisons because it's going to be a movie that we'll easily compare it to. Right. When you're telling a, a rock icon story, a gay icon story, and how do you go about telling those those versions? And which one is more honest? And yes, this one isn't necessarily based in realism with the whole movie musical thing, but I felt it was a more honest approach to telling a subject's story. All right. How many tickets? I'm giving it four out of five. Oh, wow. I mean, All I right. was more, I was happier with it than I was with Bohemian Rhapsody. Are you a Elton John fan? Yes. Okay. I really do love his music. Do you feel like that will help people seeing it or does it matter? I don't think it really matters. I okay. think you may even forget all the songs that Elton wrote. And on top of that, this movie helps kind of give Bernie Taupin his um, his due. His due. Yeah, yeah, because you learn how much Bernie was a part of it. He wrote all those lyrics and then yeah. Elton just put music to it. Right. And Jamie Bell is great as Bernie Taupin. Okay, now the next movie, Booksmart. Yes. I, you, I've heard so much buzz about this movie. Okay, yeah. So it's directed by Olivia Wilde. You know, she's an actress from movies like, or TV shows like House. When she, It's her directorial debut and it's about two high school girls have spent their entire high school stuck in the books, working on their academia. And then on the very last day of senior year, they decide to attend the, the big party Party to show people that they can be both smart and fun, and that doesn't quite go to plan. Oh. And they're like feminists, they have big personalities. It's Beanie Feldstein, who was in Lady Bird, um, and then Caitlin Dever, who's I think in Last Man Standing as the as the two main leads. And then you have Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte playing the parents, and then Jason Sudeikis is the principal in it. Okay, so it sounds hilarious. It's hilarious. It's awkward because it's high school and right. they're nerdy. Um, it's, t- it's funny. It's t- Touching, and it's relatable and realistic. It isn't just like a a, uh, a bro type movie. I mean, it's right. that feminist bend, but then you, you, it takes you back to your high school, and you know, and they're more than just stereotypes or like the smarty pants. Like, right? They're they're flawed, and they're trying to work through things. And it's it reminded me of Dazed and Confused and Lady Bird and those kind of perfect kind of like high a school coming of age definitely, type. Definitely, yeah, type thing. How many tickets? Subs? Four out of five on that as well. Wow. You know, wow. it's a smaller movie. I want people to go see it. Yeah. It's written by women, directed by a woman. That's starring awesome. women. Like, let's remember why this is so great. I will say, and I don't know if this was, I mean, I'm sure it's by design, but one of the things that you see a lot of is a lot of celebrities using their social media to push people to go see that movie. Right. And I, that is the way I heard about it in the first place. And, and so that works. Yeah, and it's reaching that audience. I yeah. mean, if they're going for the high school audience or that generation, that's how you reach them is through social media. Yeah. When you see, like, in Netflix movies, for example, they use social for certain movies to push it to that crowd. Yeah. There's a lizard movie. Yeah. It's the next Godzilla movie. Godzilla I've never seen a Godzilla. I've never seen Godzilla. I don't think you have to to I enjoy this. I don't think this. I want I mean, to. 
to. Maybe you don't want to. That's okay. <laughs> but this is, you know, they're doing this whole monsters verse, like a universe of these monsters movies. So we had a reboot of Godzilla a couple years ago. Then we had Kong Skull Island. And now we're getting the next in this, you know, following Godzilla. Yep. So now that's, it's not just Godzilla that's been unleashed. It's now all these other monsters you remember from the Godzilla movie. So you have Vera Farmiga, Kyle Chandler, Ken Watanabe, Sally Hawkins, or really Millie Bobby Brown. I mean, that's it a big Stranger cast. It is. Bobby Brown? Millie Bobby You're Brown. You're funny. 11. It's, you know, it's her prerogative. It, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, I mean, I, here's the thing. I just Mothra? felt like is there a Mothra? Yes, in this movie? Mothra's oh, in it. The three headed monster. So, like, if you like that, I think you will dig it. I mean, you have to turn your brain off. It's a big summer blockbuster. Three out of five tickets up for right. that. I love it. Solid. Well, Solid. thank you so much, Paul McGuire. You can check out his website, Paul's Trip to the Movies. Also, check out his YouTube channel. You can see a lot of stuff there. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. It's on my talk 1071 86 degrees you guys we finally have made it this is the calling yeah. This is a Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, before we tell you about the dumb people who do dumb things, we have a generous feeling, do we not? Yes, we're giving some stuff away for free. <laughs> what are we giving away? We're giving away a pair of tickets. <laughs> To see the mixtape tour that features New Kids on the Block, Salt and Peppa, Tiffany W. Gibson, and Naughty by oh Nature. God, this is so cool. I know, I'm yeah. so jealous. It's at the XL Center on June 11th. Be sure that you can go. Fifth caller, 651-641-1071 is going to win those pair of tickets to the mixtape awesome. tour. Lucky you. And now, here are our crazy, stupid idiots. Okay. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state. Lord We are not going to go to Florida first. Oh, no. No, we are going to go both to New York and to Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a little trip. The trip starts in New York where uh, some cars were being transported to Pennsylvania for a auction. Okay. And uh, what happened when the cars arrived for that auction is, I guess, as is standard for car auctions, they do an inspection of the cars, which sure. includes looking, uh, you know, under the hood, inside, at all the mechanics, whatnot, yeah. and checking yeah. in the Pretty trunk. Standard. And it was when they got to the trunk of a 2016 Dodge Challenger that was up for auction, they found something they weren't quite expecting. Oh, no, was it a dead body? It was a body. <gasps> what? But the body was alive. Barely. It was a semi-conscious human man person. Uh, and they were like, oh, hey, what? dude, uh, are you okay? And he was able to like make noises back to them. And so they transported Crazy. him to the hospital. What happened? At which point they realized he was uh, he was. Uh, he was a, a guy that was had some outstanding warrants in New York and apparently was trying to flee the long arm of the law. 
and ended up in a trunk in Pennsylvania. By, by almost killing himself in a trunk? Apparently. So what? they took him first to the hospital so where they weird. stabilized him. Well, and released him. I mean, he was fine. Uh, and then he was transported to prison. And now he'll be extradited to New York so that he can answer to his crimes. But here's the conundrum. Nobody can tell. They don't know yet how he got in the trunk in the first place Yeah, and how he got there and how long he'd been there. They don't know any of that. And he's not cooperating. Okay. Mm -hmm. 25-year-old Leon Parks from the Bronx. Well, he parked it in the back of that car. Exactly. Weird. I know. Isn't that a weird story? I mean, of all the places you'd hide. I don't know that a car being auctioned off. But if you were place. just trying to get out of this, and here's the other thing. Okay, so just to add a little more context to the story. Okay. No, they're not getting any answers from the company that did the trans the transporting of the cars either, which to me means maybe he knew somebody there. Oh, sure. And he was trying to get out of Could New be. York, and that, that was makes sense. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like these days you can just hop on a train and get out of New York. Why do you have to get into a car? Or, like, or just hide in someone's basement or something? Yeah. Or a hole in the ground? I don't know. There's options is what we're yeah. saying. All right. That's weird. That was nah, where now? New York and Pennsylvania. New York and Pennsylvania. Well, now we're going to come to our own backyard. Actually, it's not our backyard. It's more like the, the ditch behind our house. It's called Iowa. Mm-hmm. So, um, specifically, I want to take us to North Liberty. Oh, which is I don't know if that apparently area apparently a suburb of Iowa City. I was so clever and creative with their names. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa City. City. Yeah, not weird. Iowa City, Iowa. Do we have a Minnesota City, Minnesota? Probably. I bet we don't. We're, I bet we do. We're, we're more creative than that. Anyway, <laughs> I want to tell you about this couple. Rebecca. Her name, by the way, is Rebecca Mecca. Stop it. Yep. She's 31 years young. That is, I'm jealous of her name. I'm Rebecca Mecca. Hi, my name is Rebecca. They call me Rebecca Mecca. Rebecca Mecca. Rebecca Mecca. Uh, (laughs) We're 12 years old. Yep. But you should think about that before you name a child. Yes. Mecca Mecca. Daniel Walsh, and I feel totally fine making fun of her. Uh, 32-year-old Daniel Walshire is her husband. Okay. Okay. Um, well, they're a couple, so I don't know if they're married or not, but they have kids. And they were arrested doing something in North Liberty that was crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. <sighs> were they doing it outside? They were. How were did they you know really? That? I yeah. did because I just was thinking about things that would get you arrested in Iowa City, Iowa. Yep. Rebecca so Mecca. It turns out uh, Rebecca Mecca and Daniel Walshire were arrested around 1 a.m. When a patrolman discovered them lying on the ground in a park at 1 a.m. Mm. And uh, apparently the affidavit says that uh, Mr. Walshire's pants were at his ankles while Rebecca Mecca was on top of him completely nudie Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. The duo, you'll be happy to learn and not probably very surprised, were both intoxicated. Oh, you don't say. Yes. Um, there's This story just gets worse. So I'm just going to put it out there. Um, the worst part of this. Where it, were the kids? Thank you. How did you know they had kids? Because you said they had kids. Oh, look at you <laughs> listening. Oh, look at Gold Star. Smart lady. <laughs> yeah, their children were out there. 
their children were still at home. And their children were aged one and nine. Oh. So they decided to go boff in the park um, at 1 a.m. while their children were at home, got getting up to God knows what, hopefully just sleeping. That's That's bad. Yeah, it's very bad. Now, um, when they asked why uh, they were doing this, apparently they said they had had several glasses of boxed wine. Also, can I just, again, I love it when the authorities ask, why were you doing this? Yeah. As though they're going to get a satisfactory answer. Whatever comes next is just icing on the cake. I think it's more for the purposes of investigation, you know? They have to ask those kinds of questions. I mean... I get it. I just love it because the the answer is never going to be satisfactory. Also, please look at Rebecca Mecca because Rebecca Mecca looks like that. Well, I don't want to make, <laughs> I don't want to cast aspersions, but Rebecca Mecca looks like she'd be naked on top of somebody oh. in a park at one a.m. after a bunch of boxed wine. Yeah. Oh, Rebecca Mecca. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Maybe just have the sex in your house. I mean, you'd think that their the bed is good enough. If, if you got to get outside, yeah, do you have a people, deck? Yeah, I don't know. Some people like doing it outside. Do it outside in your own backyard. Yeah. Assuming there are trees or something, because nobody wants to look at that. Mm. All right. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> For our next story, we will go to North Carolina. Oh, look, this also involves a trunk. It's a very trunk-heavy segment. Okay, that's not every day that you I have know. two trunk stories. I know. Uh, Somebody so in the trunk? Yes. Oh, okay. 34-year-old Melinda Reeves. So here's what happened. She was at the Walmart near Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, she was stopped, or or at least spotted, by the uh, the officers on duty, the security officers on duty at the Walmart, because they watched her shove $17 worth of stuff in her purse. Okay. And she was like, I'm not going to get caught. So she made a run for it. Okay. Well, they they were very, like, they were on the investigation at the Walmart in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. They, had, uh, they had people checking the camera footage to see if any cars had left the parking lot after she ran. They were really hot on the trail of the $17 worth of stuff that got stolen. Yeah. No cars had left the parking lot. And so they were sure that she was still somewhere on the premises, but they didn't know where. Uh, So they went through and checked each car in the parking lot to see if she was in that car. There was nobody sitting in any of those cars. So they went back to the security footage and they were able to pinpoint the exact car that she came in. Okay. And so they went back to that exact car and they looked around and they noticed that the uh, trunk door was ajar. So they opened the trunk and there was Ms. Melinda Reeves. So she hid in hiding her in her own trunk, okay, covered in Mountain Dew. Covered in Mountain Dew. Yeah, solve that mystery. Why was she pouring Mountain Dew all over herself? Why was she pouring Mountain Dew over herself? Well, you see, that's one of the things she took from the Walmart, and the trunk of the car is hot, but the Mountain Dew was cold, and she was trying to cool herself off. In the hot trunk. Oh my God, what an idiot. So she was a sticky mess. She was a sticky mess. I wonder if it's that 50 flavor Mountain Dew. Did you see that? No. What? Ew. I know. I don't understand. I wanted to talk about it today. So we're going to talk about it for a brief moment. They're apparently have, they got some kind of 50 flavor Dew for some. That sounds like a 50 flavor don't. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Because it has to do with some kind of 
like America thing where we're celebrating 50 flavor, 50 states. It's called oh. Liberty Brew. No, Liberty Brew. Terrible. Thank you. But I'm like, there aren't 50 flavors to put in a pop. Looks mm. like you clean your toilet bowl with this. Yeah. I, I bet, bet you could. could. You could. I bet you could. How I bet you could clean a lot of things. There with are it. not 50 flavors of pop. Wow. That looks to put dis- in there. That looks nasty. Um, well, I just want you to know in the case of Melinda Reeves, who had poured Mountain Dew all over herself to keep herself cool in her trunk as she hid from the loss prevention uh, officers, oh, um, they found the other items that she had stolen in her um, in her purse. What did she steal for seventeen dollars exactly? Thank you for asking. In her purse, they found a bottle of wine, a package of laundry detergent. And a small Little Mermaid children's toy. Sounds like a hot Friday night. Right? Toys for her kids. You don't know if that, you don't know if she had children or if that was for her kids. Maybe she likes the Little Mermaid. She was stealing toys for herself. Who knows? I mean, it's all just very strange, isn't it? She was taken to Johnston County Jail and later released on a $2,500 secured bond. Think about all of the money that just went into getting $17 back. I, mean, I know. Could there not have been an easier way to do that? And the Mountain Dew that was wasted. I mean, is anybody thinking about the Mountain Dew? No, actually, because it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 245 every day, we play a little game called The Throwback Live. Now, it's going to have a special twist today, and we'll tell you what that is after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood. One of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.